everyone. I'm Ashley McManus, Director of Marketing at Affectiva. Welcome to Affectiva Asks, a human-centric AI podcast where each episode we will interview a thought leader doing cutting-edge work in the AI space. A little bit about us, Affectiva is the pioneer of in-cabin sensing AI, software that can detect nuanced human emotions, complex cognitive states, behaviors, activities, and interactions within next-generation vehicles. Today's episode features Stefan Hamerick, Director of Product Management at Serence. Serence is the global industry leader in creating unique, moving experiences for the automotive world. As an innovation partner to the world's leading automakers, it is helping transform how a car feels, responds, and learns. Its track record is built on more than 20 years of knowledge and more than 350 million cars shipped with Serence technology. Stefan's team is responsible for the strategy and roadmap of all embedded speech input and text products of Serence, as well as their embedded platform. Today, he shares with us some of his thoughts and ideas around designing in-vehicle systems with the human in mind. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. With me, I have Stefan Hamrick, Director of Product Management at Serence. So, Stefan, thank you so much for making the time to speak with me today. Wonderful. Fine. Happy to be here. Great. So, to start, tell us about your background. How has your career path taken you to Serence? It, it started all seriously at, at university when I really fell in love with communicating with machines. Um, so really, uh, well, back then it was mostly typing and then they answered and, and furthermore speaking, that was really great. Um, so then I went to IBM, which back then was big in that. And then professional career started at Temic uh, in Ulm in southern Germany. They were the pioneers in automotive uh, speech systems. And yeah, then there were various acquisitions and so I landed at Nuance and then there was the spin-off to Serens. And yeah, I'm still happy here, still find it extremely cool to talk to a device or even the car and, and get it uh, ready to follow what I do so. So from that point that's perfectly fine. And yeah, in all those years it's really uh, getting somehow the human touch to to the devices to make them more human and yeah, started, of course, as a developer, so really technical coding, and then via project management from TTS and others now into, into product management, which, which is a nice thing. Yeah, definitely. That certainly resonates with us. Um, can you speak a little bit more about your role at Serence today? Sure. So um, I have a team of product managers here, and um, of, originally I started with, with TTS only, and now we have all the core technologies and also the embedded platform. Um, the core tech um, means here, of course, the classical speech technology. So the speech enhancements, so echo cancellation, noise reduction, barge in, all that. And also the, the speech recognition, uh, natural, understand, natural language understanding, the synthesis, TTS, and also multimodal input, for example, handwriting, which also is, is a nice technology we are having. And also some more newer products, which we launched in, in more recent years, like in-car communication, where you basically can easily communicate in a, in a larger van, or also emergency vehicle detection. And then the embedded platforms, that's all the integration of how that audio fits in there and, and can nicely be integrated. Right. So for those who are unfamiliar with Serence, I know you mentioned it actually did spin out of Nuance um, and its applications with vehicles. Can you briefly explain what your offerings are at Serence? Yes, I can try. (laughs) (laughs) So um, basically, I mean, uh, that's the point. We are, I would say, um, white labeling our products. So therefore, end consumers will probably never notice us. Um, But we're actually shipping 350 million cars already. So um, that's a nice customer base. 
Um, it's indeed, it's AI-powered uh, assistance and speech is, is a large part of that, but not, uh, uh, on, not only speech, there's also more. I guess most famous of our uh, solutions, which we are shipping, is probably, uh, for example, the MBUX system of Mercedes. We're very proud also of, of the S-Class there, for example, which is relatively new. Um, the Ford Sync is known, FCA, Uconnect, BMW Intelligent Personal Assistant. Audi with the multimedia uh, infotainment. So there's a lot of, of those systems, uh, which we are all equipping. And it's really uh, to build an intuitive, powerful interaction between the humans and the cars. And well, cars mostly, but it can be also others, of course, motorcycles, uh, elevators, what have you. Um, there's a lot of things which, which can be done. And then it's, of course, all the technology around. And in the end, it's really uh, getting people more into human communication and interaction with the, those devices uh, and uh, having more more uh, fun and, and, of course, also an increased uh, uh, safety. I mean, that is, of course, the key point where it all started and which still stays relevant for us. Definitely. So you recently uh, conducted a research project with a major European automaker, which we cannot name, but you uh, can you discuss broadly what that project entailed? Sure, happy to do so. So this is basically for new generation of cars. So nothing of that car is yet on the road. So therefore, there's, of course, not too many details, but I can for sure give the, the generic view. I mean, the key yeah. point is speech technology itself is around for quite some time. And though, as, as I said earlier, it's still great and, and still uh, loving that field, but we are used to that. And um, there is more to the human interaction, of course. And that is exactly what is also, of course, a, a very good point to uh, connect here with you at Affectiva, because we want to also become more human and understand also the, more the humanity of, of, of the interaction. And, and they are clearly, of course, emotions and the mood. That is something which is important. And, and very specifically, it's about to understand either happiness or frustration. So if you are in your vehicle, for example, on the way to a meeting and it's out of a sudden you get to know hmm, you will not be able to make it on time, then of course frustration will raise. Yeah. And if the car can know about that frustration and, and can sense that somehow, then of course it can also support the driver to at least stay a bit more calm so that not when you are actually there, you are completely out of your mind and, and, and cannot even actually really think and do a good meeting there. So therefore this can be prepared. That is one thing. So really understanding what is the emotional stage, leveraging that, and then have a more personalized human-like interaction. And another small thing, which probably is nice to mention, is also jokes. I mean, a lot of systems, uh, assistants do like to, to tell jokes, or at least you can ask them, please tell me a joke. <laughs> and humor is, of course, different depending on, on the person. So some like uh, very subtle humor, other prefer some somewhat different kind of humor. So therefore, that is also something, if you tell such a joke and you can sense how is, is the actual uh, driver or the person, I mean, it could even be a self-driving vehicle, of course, so that the passenger in the vehicle, how do they react to that kind of a joke? Then, of course, this also can help you going forward to provide them more jokes in the direction uh, their respective uh, passenger likes. It's so interesting. 
So uh, Affectiva is also working in the automotive space uh, to provide in-cabin sensing solutions to car companies and optimizing what the in-cabin environment looks and feels like. Uh, We've worked with Serence closely for a while now, and I was hoping you could speak a bit more on what that partnership looks like. So maybe to start, how are you building emotion recognition into your systems? So emotion indeed is about to... Uh, appear as as a new modality. So there is speech, there's gaze, gesture, all those things, and and there is also emotion. And that is really part of of that communication between the driver and the car. And as I said earlier, the human-to-human communication already, as we all know, this is not just speaking. There is much, much more. Uh, It's, of course, gestures, eye movements, emotions, uh, and that can be facial expressions, tone of voice, and others. And when we want to humanize the interaction between the car and the driver, then also this becomes, of course, an important part and piece of the puzzle. So leveraging basically the technology and, well, AI to not only understand that emotion, but also leverage to support the driver going forward, that is exactly uh, a nice thing uh, we want to do here in the terms of the recognition. Definitely. So maybe specifically, how do you work with Affectiva and how has the experience been? Yeah, that has been great. I mean, uh, we have started, I think, uh, in, in, well, a few years back already. So CES 2019, uh, we have uh, jointly been there and provided a great start to really uh, basically um, feel, for example, uh, fatigue uh, or also frustration uh, to some degree. And then answer that was, of course, a prototype only, but that is how it starts. They already learned a lot about also how, how customers actually like that. And, and therefore, we have continued working with you and, and really appreciating doing so. And there are, uh, of course, uh, several things we are going doing together here. We are working to integrate basically this uh, affective emotion recognition technology within our service drive platform. Um, we are leveraging their uh, 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 data from the driver and guiding, guiding that. On the other hand, I mean... Communication always consists of two hands, so there is two sides. There is the input where we work with you to basically sense what is it in in which mood uh, uh, the passenger, the driver is, and there's on the other hand the output, and that is exactly what also needs, of course, to combine. So uh, if you are frustrated in the car and and acting with your uh, assistant, it might be helpful uh, uh, that the assistant is then probably sensing that and also showing that and, and therefore reacting differently than with the usual, oh, may I help you, please? Um, and so that is exactly the other uh, thing we are then also working on is, is on the emotional TTS side to really react and probably a bit more calm and, and trying to, to, to calm, the, calm the, the, the passenger down. Uh, 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 to work there and to get things there. So it's it's really a complex setup where all those things need to be uh, fitting together. And that is what we do and where we happily work with you and, and have, a, have a great experience. As I said, we had showcases at CES. We have some uh, joint research projects uh, where we're working on. And then there's also now this uh, specific program uh, with a specific customer. We're really looking forward. And from my point of view, I hope it's just the start and, and there's more to come. Clearly looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. So I know you mentioned uh, CES 2019, which feels like many lifetimes ago. Can you <laughs> can you explain what we did together and kind of take us through that experience? Because it was a really super interesting demo, I remember. Yeah. So what we had there is we had a complete vehicle, which we put there uh, on, on, the, on, the, on the booth. 
and um, we were putting from you uh, the, the possibility, basically, with the, with the video, uh, uh, the, the possibility to, to from, from from the video point of view, to, to sense what is it, uh, uh, what the what the passenger is is, is uh, having uh, the mood of the passenger, specifically as that fatigue detection, for example, as a starting point. And and then also, of course, we, we looked also from the acoustic point of view. And that together we put into a complete assistant within the car. So you could sit in the vehicle. And then basically, if you were yawning or speaking in a, in a certain way, then the uh, assistant was reacting. And then also speaking like, mm, maybe you need to take a break, for example. Or there were possibilities to also state like, ah, what about uh, having a coffee or starting some more entertainment? We also had some games, uh, name that tune, for example, and, and things like that to really raise the attention and, and uh so that is really what we integrated there in a complete vehicle and, and which was a real nice step to also show that. Because speaking, as, as I do here, about what it is is always nice. But if you experience it and see what it is, what it all can do and how it also interacts and that also the display in the car shows something which fits there and you hear it also and all that sum, that's really what, what is the key point. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, like you said, it's just the start. And, you know, when we can call, come together again, maybe CES 2022, <laughs> we could do something again together as well. So looking forward to that. So switching gears a little bit, you recently wrote an article on improving car conversations and road safety. And I believe it was to address um, technical acoustical challenges in a larger vehicle and how your ICC solution may be able to address something like that. So can you explain a little bit more on what that was about? Um, so this is the ICC in-car communication I was mentioning earlier. So the point is, if you have a larger car or even a van where you have a third row, um, and if you have people sitting in, in the, the final row and then you have the driver in the first row and you want to communicate, you could, of course, yell. It's not always fine and it may not even help always. But, uh, um, otherwise, it's, of course, if you're really looking forward as you should be as a driver and you want to communicate with people behind it's really bad and if you don't want to shout you can turn the head but that's of course extremely dangerous so therefore um, we want to enable their more pleasant conversation between uh, the human beings and the vehicle that is exactly what ICC is doing so it's it's uh, basically an intercom system that enables the driver to speak to back passengers, and, and we can also do the other way around. And uh, so we are leveraging the microphones, which we have for, for example, hands-free system or speech system. And on the other hand, uh, uh, we have the speakers in the car, which we're also using. And then it's, it's really great also uh, uh, in terms of the latency, because the, the bad issue is if you do that in a way that you as a driver here yourself talking to the people in the back uh, half a second or a second later, that is, of course, nothing which makes sense. So therefore, what we have is really a system which is extremely quick with a very, very low latency. And so we clean up the complete signal and play it back over the speaker with basically instantaneous. And, and that is really great. And in the end, what that makes is really a huge impact in the enjoyment of the conversation also. And a nice example we have here, for example, is the Cadillac Escalade. Uh, um, and a specific thing we are, we are really proud of is even next to the standard button on the steering wheel, the famous push to talk button or push to activate button. If you want to initiate a speech dialogue with a speech assistant, there's even a specific button for this ICC that's with an ear shape where you can e easily even activate and deactivate that. And that's it's it's extremely nice. And, and the other way is also if you are a driver, which is more of the calm type and not loud speaking, 
It also eases your life because you do not need to shout and need to think you can speak in your normal type. And even while going on high speed on the motorway, people in the third row can easily hear you. I mean, that's exactly what it is about, making this more human and ensuring that people can easily discuss with each other and stay in contact and and communicate. Excellent. Cadillac Escalade is certainly my dream car, so it's good to know that (laughs) one of these days when this gets implemented, that'll be great for me to use. So if you have one takeaway for the audience listening today, what would you like to tell them? I think the power of multimodality is is really important. I mean, as I said, speech is there for a while. I mean, we have several editions, but clearly emotion is one gaze gesture, touch, handwriting, all of that together. And that's also what what makes us human. And so enabling that also is is, is the nice thing. And uh, yeah, I mean... I said earlier, things are out there. We have since almost 40 years, you have speech assistance to some degree. And yep. uh, it's almost 30 even that you have things in the car. I mean, it all started with a complete hardware-based system in an S-Class back then, which I think 20 commands, uh, 10 of those were even the numbers, which you can dial. I'm not sure if any person still nowadays use number dialing, but it was quite frequent back then. And uh, we need to get to the basically to the next level or even a few more levels and, and become more emotional and more human and taking really the big picture, not that saying, yeah, I can talk to it and it answers. I mean, yes, fine, great, but that was also fine 20 years ago. Yeah. Really need to be more human, more more interactive here and, and getting the whole thing more personal. And that is really a key thing we, we would like to make sure that people are aware and as, as, as nice, honestly speaking, systems like MBUX, uh, also the, the uh, Escalade and the GMR, which are out on the streets, and, and uh, everyone go out there and buy them nice cars and uh, specifically very nice speech assistance. Mm-hmm. But there is more to come, and that is, that's, that's the nice thing. People also should look forward to see, hey, going forward, it's, there are a lot of things which change in the automotive industry, but it makes sense to also look for what is going on on infotainment and the assistance side. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely something to look forward to. Uh, so for our listeners, can you let them know where they can go to learn more or do you have any other call to action for them? I believe that, that they could basically go to to uh, Sarens. I mean, probably uh, worth to spell is that this is somehow artificial name. Uh, <laughs> C-R-E-N-C-E, Sarens.com. Um, and there's a lot. Uh, uh, the marketing team is just active there to provide some information. I said there was this blog post about the ICC I did earlier and a lot of other colleagues providing something. We're also active on LinkedIn. Uh, so one last question we ask all of our guests. Uh, if your car could do one thing in the future to make your life a little easier, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be easier. You don't have to limit yourself. More fun, more interesting, engaging. Uh, what would it be? I, I appreciate that because easier <laughs> is, 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 yeah, I mean, that can, of course, be. And maybe that is the self-driving car. It will be there one day. But I think, honestly speaking, for myself, at least, it's always driving also, at least in most cases, also an element of fun. So therefore, really having the fun element would be cool. And what I would really look forward, and I I see we are going in very, very small steps there. So therefore, maybe one day we have it completely. There's so much music and media out there. I mean, if you have it yourself uh, somehow in in the media center of of whatever uh, mobile device you have, plus, of course, all those streaming services, and there's tons of that. But what is really the right thing when you are uh, um, on the road? I mean, uh, having something which really understands what is it? How? What is my mood? What is the time of the day? What has been my day like? Where am I driving? How am I driving? It might be even a difference if I'm on the 
German motorway driving 180 kilometers an hour, or if I'm somewhere uh, in a traffic jam with 30 uh, kilometers an hour, and having the right music selected for me, some some automotive DJ, something like that, that I would I would really love, and, and it would be extremely helpful to really have music which fits the situation, and without me as a person sitting there and Mm, what would it be? And then you're there, yeah, there's tons of music, but which one is the right one to pick? So really get it there and, and it fits. That would be cool. That would be yes. really cool. That is awesome. I love the automotive DJ. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> all right. Well, Stefan, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for making the time. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. I really appreciate the docs and have a nice day. You too. Speaking to a device and getting an answer is thrilling, but we need to take the next steps as basic in-vehicle question and answer process is not as interesting anymore. But being able to create different reactions and experiences based on mood and personal state is super important and a big piece of what Stefan was trying to accomplish at Serence. I also encourage you to check out the direct link in the episode description to Serence in Motion for their latest product launch. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Affectiva's human-centric AI podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes. We are also on social media, so please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Affectiva to share any feedback you have on the show and weigh in on the discussion using hashtag AffectivaAsks. Don't forget to rate us and comment with your feedback to help make the podcast more discoverable for others. Until next time.